of God. Hallelujah. I'll tell you something. Um, we're, not, we're not defeated. We're not planning on being defeated. Uh, Faith Assembly Church is not defeated. We're not planning on being defeated. We're going forward in the name of the Lord. Just because all of these things in, uh, have happened in our society today, and not just here, but around the world, we don't have to shrink back in fear. We don't have to get uh, stay in a place where we don't have confidence in the Word or confidence in God, because God is still on the throne today. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Okay, we have just another request to come in just right now live on our program. Uh, Peter Curick, a good friend of ours in um, Nashua, New Hampshire, and he's been deployed. He's in the National Guard. He's been deployed uh, to Boston. And uh, I mean, listen, folks, this is serious things. We need to just pray. If you can join somebody's hand right there with you, we just need to, we, I know we've prayed, but we're going to agree in prayer. Listen, the devil is bound in Jesus' name, and victory is ours. Father, we just thank you that we have the, the prayer and the power of agreement in prayer tonight. And we join together, uniting our faith, Lord, uniting ourselves with your promises and your word. And Father, we thank you. Satan, you're already bound. You've already been defeated. And even though these writers and these thugs don't realize it, God's power is more powerful than whatever they throw, whatever they can do, however what fear and how they intimidate. Father, we thank you that the power of God is loosed on behalf of all of God's people right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you for courage, and we just thank you for protection upon our forces out there that are first responders and right there on, on the scene. And we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Victory's ours. I tell you, the devil's a liar. No other country would put up with any resistance like this. And I'm telling you, this is not just protest. This is not just voicing your opinion. This is rioting. And this is, uh, this is not good. It's not healthy, it's devilish, it's demonic. Uh, the minds of these individuals are already bound by the powers of Antichrist and, and the Antichrist spirit. And uh, even some of them, we've heard reports of some of these thugs going up to people that are Christians and, and you know, just defying them and calling them names and, and all kinds of things, trying to intimidate. I want to tell you something, every believer and every responder out there that is a child of God You've got God's best and God's power with you, and God's blood covers you in Jesus' name. Amen. And that just kind of leads me up to what I want to share with you tonight, because I'm going to talk about God's blessings in the time of troubles. And when I use that word blessings, I, I, want, to, I want to preface it with this, because we're in a time where a lot of preaching and teaching is just a bless me club. And, uh, you know, I want to be blessed. I want to bless him, material blessings. And listen, I'm a firm believer that God is a great provider and God will go far and beyond what we even need 
and supply our needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And that word according to, depending upon His riches. And I believe God's got everything that any person would ever need. And yes, I do believe that God wants to bless us. I do believe that God wants to prosper us. I do believe that God wants to meet all of our needs in abundance and give us money left over so we can bless others. I do believe that. But listen, there's also some blessings in the time of trouble, some things that we need to get a hold of and uh, understand. Because there's a lot of people that are blessed that's walking in fear. There's a lot of people that's got more money than they'll ever use, but they're still walking in fear of what is happening in this world today. Fear is a great destroyer. Fear is, uh, well, I, I, I spell it, it's, it's spelled F-E-A-R, and I've always said it like this, it's false evidence appearing real. Fear. Listen, with, I, that's why we're trying to emphasize in our ministry here, in our teaching and preaching, and we've done this for 55 years, and I, I'm not going to back off on what I believe in the Word, what God's Word declares about who He is and what His power is and what He has for us and the availability of it to us. And I, I'm not going to back down for nobody or anything on that because God's Word is truth. Let God be true, every man a liar. That's what the Bible says. And I believe God's Word is truth. And we need to understand that God is here to protect us. God wants to lift that spirit of fear off of you, that spirit of intimidation that you're allowing to happen. The devil wants to intimidate you. How many knows how a bully operates? A bully operates by trying to intimidate and act like and make out and make you think he's more powerful than you are. But I want to tell you something. Some of you got more strength physically than what you even think you do if a bully came up on you. Uh, I'm talking about a, a bully that just tried to bully you physically. But I want to tell you, you've got more power and strength than what you know you have when it comes to the devil bullying us today. And this is all the enemy's doing is bullying God's people and trying to bring us to our knees to a point of surrender to the will of Antichrist spirit and the, and the evil powers of darkness that are out there. But I want you to know God's word is still truth. And we have it. I want to read a text in Psalms 41.11 as I get started here. By this I know. This is the psalmist David writing here. By this I know that you favor me because mine enemy doth not triumph over me. Now notice what David said. I know, by this I know that you have, that you favor me. He's talking to the Lord, because my enemy does not triumph over me. David was saying the enemies that came against him, listen, David had many enemies. From the time he was anointed to be king over Israel, the devil tried to thwart God's plan and tried to move David off the scene, even when he was just a young lad. But David was faithful to God. Yes, he failed God. Yes, he sinned. But David also knew the faithfulness of God and the integrity of God. And he went before God with boldness and asked God to cleanse him and to make him pure and whole again. And this is what God is wanting to do. Amen. So, the favor of God is a good thing to have. But the the biblical definition of God's favor is quite different from the definition used in the prosperity gospel. And that's what I said in the beginning. I believe 100% in God prospering us 
blessing us. I know all the scriptures given, it'll be given back to you, pressed down, shake it together, run it over, shall he cause men to give unto your bosom. And I believe that. I've seen that happen. It happens in our ministry. It happens in our life. We're not belittling that fact. Believe me. We believe in God's abundance and what God wants to do. Because that's what God's declared. He said, bring all your tithe unto the storehouse, unto the Lord. If you're not tithing, you need to tithe because that's where the beginning of blessings start. When you start just doing the thing that God has requested of us. And by doing that, as we bring it, he rebukes. God rebukes. And I, I want to emphasize that God rebukes the devourer. God rebukes the devourer for your sakes because you're obedient to God and doing what God said. But there's definitely verses that talk about God's favor, including in Psalms 5 and 12, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous, and with favor you will surround him as with a shield. I'm talking about the favor of God surrounding you, protecting you, and being with you. And this is what we need to get a hold of during this crisis that we're in. God's favor surrounds us. And his protection is there about us tonight. This generation that we're in right now is living in troublesome times. I, I, don't, I don't really think that in, a, in my years of uh, growing as a child and teen years and into my young adulthood and into my middle age and, and where we are today, I, 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 don't, I don't recall anything that would show that God is not in charge. God is still, this is still His earth and the fullness thereof. It belongs to God. Now, this generation's living in troublesome times. The Bible said it's going to wax worse and worse. Now, it is. It's going to get worse and worse. As the number of people grow in population in this world, a lot of them are not getting the gospel. A lot of them are not sent. They're being brainwashed. We've learned this from Russia back years ago when when the when the Cold War started with Russia. They they even boasted and said, "You give us your child at the age of uh, uh, the age of five, and we will will we they will be a communist forever. A communist, a communist that doesn't believe in God, that that's anti God, anti Christ." But they said, but it'll wax worse and worse. But in the midst of all the turmoil, God's showing favor on our behalf. In the midst of all of this, listen. Somebody said, well, I don't see enough, no blessings. Listen, God's with you. God's protecting you. God's favor is with you. It surrounds you. God's strength is in your body. The blood of Jesus is our inoculation against anything the devil's got for us. And we can believe God in that. But God's showing it. Psalms 23 is the great example of God's divine favor and protection. I love this psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Listen, God's your shepherd. You'll never want. A good shepherd tends to his sheep. A good shepherd makes sure they've got food to eat. A good shepherd makes sure they're protected. And this is what Jesus is. He's the good shepherd. And we, we're, we he will not leave us in a desolate place. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down where? In green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. A place of peace. A place of, of, of joy. Of being able to enjoy life without the fear. He restores my soul. 
He leads me in the path of righteousness for His name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And I want to say this to all of those great people out there that's protecting our cities and our nation, first responders, police officers, all of these firemen, all of these people that's out there on the front line. I want you to know something. God is with you. And though you walk through the valley of the valley of the shadow of death, we don't have to fear no evil. For the you're with me, he said, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I, I listen, if we if we can rid ourselves of fear and let faith overtake in God, let faith in God overtake. I'm telling you, the devil doesn't have nothing to worry. He's a bully. A bully will back down when you stand up to that bully. And we've got to be able to stand up against the enemy. We've got to be able to stand up against the powers of darkness. We've got to stand up boldly in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and declare Jesus is Lord. But he leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. For you are with me. Your, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And look at this next verse. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. God, in the presence of all that the devil is doing in this nation, in our uh, area where we are, uh, it doesn't matter. God will prepare a table before us right in the presence of our enemies. Now, when I'm talking about a table, I'm not talking about a physical table with food and all of that. God will prepare a table of goodness and mercy Right before us. And he'll anoint our head with oil. And our cup runs over. And surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord's forever. God's favor will exalt us. That's the reason America has been so great through all of these years. is because God's favor literally has exalted us. But as we get leadership that are anti-God, anti-Christ, anti-Bible, anti-Christians, we're going to see America come down. But as long as we're here, as long as we're here, we may be in a dark state in our nation, but God is light where we are. God's presence is with us where we are. God will not leave us in a lurch. He said, God's favor will exalt us. In Psalms 89, 17, you're the glory of the strength, and in your favor our horn is exalted. Thank God. Now, I want to to take a look at the definition of favor, because that's what David's talking about, the favor of God in the time of trouble. David was in the time of trouble when he wrote these Psalms. He said, is available to us. God's working with us. And we just thank God for that. Thank God. But the favor means gaining approval, acceptance, or special benefits or blessings. There's also a close association among favor, grace, and mercy. When you see the word favor, you're going to see grace and mercy, which are sometimes used to translate the same Hebrew and Greek words, such as um, uh, charis, which means the favor of God. And uh, and uh, the favor that human beings receive from God depends on the good pleasure, on His good pleasure, and is often extended in response to prayer or righteous living. See, God extends His favor 
because of your righteous living, as long as, listen, if we're obedient to God, what, what did he say? If, if you're obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. <laughs> Isn't that what God said? If you're obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. So obedience is the key to you receiving the benefits that God has for you. Now, those who walk in blameless, uh, those who walk is blameless, such as Noah or Moses. Look at what it says in Genesis 6 and 8 about Noah. Now, listen, I want you to understand something. It wasn't very long from the time that Adam fell and Nimrod began to take over the area for Abraham, where Abraham was. But before that time... God, the, the, the evil of, of the enemy was in this earth turning people's heart towards Satan and away from God. Noah, the Bible said, was a righteous man. He found favor in the sight of God. And God gave him an assignment to build an ark to save people. Now, they could have put some more people on that ark. There, there was room for more people. But the only ones that were saved when the flood came was Noah and his family. And that was all that was saved on that ark. Now, what's amazing is after the ark found a place to light on some land after the water receded, the whole earth was covered with water. It was destroyed. All the evil ones that were here were destroyed. But the evil one... Satan was not a physical being. He's not destroyed in that manner. But his work that he had done was destroyed. But it didn't take very long until that evil, conniving spirit got a hold of people. And they began to go haywire. And Nimrod tried to build a tower to Babel. And he was going to exalt himself above God. God sent, come down and sent confusion amongst them. And Nimrod was anti-God all the way. And the only ones that escaped from that area was Abraham and his servants and Lot that came with Abraham, his nephew. And they come out of there because God was going to make a great nation out of Abraham. And that's exactly what happened. Now, God surrounded them. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And then Moses said to the Lord, this is talking about Moses, See, you say to me, bring up this people, but will you not let me know whom you will send with me? Yet you said, I know you by name, and you have, uh, you have also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way, that I may know you, and that I may find grace in your sight, and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. This is all God told him. My presence shall go with you, and I'll give you rest. Moses was saying, you're asking me to do something to go deliver your people out of Egyptian bondage. They've been there 400 years. And he said, I need to know. <laughs> I know you know by my name. And you've also, and I found grace, I found, and you found grace in the sight of the Lord. But he said, I pray, if I found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know. And that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, this is what the Lord said to him, My presence will go with you 
and I will give you rest. The presence of God is stronger than any demonic influence that's in this world. God's presence is stronger than any influence that's in this world by the devil. We've got to get that down in our heart. God is still God. God is still in charge. God's still in control. Now, people have to make a choice. And what's happened is, just like they did during the the time of Nimrod, they all made choices to serve the anti-gods or the the gods that they got set up to serve and to bow down to. In fact, uh, Nimrod, he started abortion. He was taking the young children out of the bellies of the mothers before they were born and offered them as offerings unto, the, unto their gods, unto, their, uh, unto the devil himself. So this is nothing new what's happening. There's nothing new that's happening. Abortion is still a rampant thing in our nation, very rampant, and, it, and it's still applauded. It's still thought of as a good thing. But I want to tell you something. The judgment of the Lord will come just like it did upon the, upon those nations that were doing these other things against Him. The judgment of God will come. But this is why we've got to find our place of grace. We've got to find that hiding place in the Lord. Listen, our nation, our nation is on the verge of being judged. This world is on the verge of being judged. And we need to be in a, in a, in a, a place of preparation. I, I know. Somebody said, well, I'm going to get out here before everything happens. Well, you, you might get out before it starts, and you may not. We don't know the timing of all of this. But you know the one thing that we do know? That when He does come, we will go. Hallelujah. And that's the most important thing. And this is where God wants us. But look what the Lord said. My presence will go with you. I will give you rest. Now, Psalms 84, 11, David said this, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. In this time of turmoil and change, God's protection and favor belongs to you as a child of God. I, I can't emphasize that enough. I'm, I'm not just putting words out in the air. I believe what I'm preaching. I believe this is the Word. I believe this is where God's people... we got to come to that place of faith in God. Faith in God. Don't put faith in the devil. Don't put faith in the circumstances. Don't put faith in your fear. Let faith prevail. Let faith rise up within you. Let faith come alive. Let faith be strong in your heart. Fear. You know... F-E-A-R, it's false evidence appearing real. A lot of times you're afraid, and there was nothing to be afraid of. The devil makes fear bigger than anything in your sight, what you see in the natural. He causes you to fear things more than having faith in God. See, it's, it's, we, call it, it, we say it's hard to have faith in this word, because these are just words. Okay? These are words. But this is not just words. These are not mere words. This is the Word of God. You can take this Word, as the old saying does, go to the bank with it. It works. It's real. And this Word is what we need. And listen, in this time of turmoil, that's what we need is the favor. Now, you know what? God had a, God had a, uh, uh, 
a prayer that the priestly blessings had to do, the priest had to give over the people. And uh, I know Brother John Hagee does this a lot in his church as far as the blessing, this particular blessing. And I, listen, I, I'm, not, I'm not against that by no means. We might need to start doing that more, pronouncing this blessing. But look what this blessing is, Numbers 6, verses 22 through 27. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, Aaron was the priesthood, and saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you. And keep you. Say that out loud with me right where you are. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face to shine up on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you <laughs> and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. Listen, you can't get no stronger than that. The blessing of God. We need to, we need to understand God wants to bless us. We're, we're, we're so afraid God's going to curse us. God's not interested in cursing you. God's interested in, in, in His, His, uh, blessing upon your life. God's interested in consoling you. God's interested in bringing you and God's interested in being a father to you, cuddling you and letting you know. Everything's going to be all right. Now, there's four things I want to just give you real quick. God's favor, what God's favor does for you. I'm talking about, when I say favor, how many understand what I'm saying? It's not just, it's not just money. It's not just a good car. It's not a big house. Yeah, that's good. That's favor. That's favor from God too. I'm not saying that. But we need to get beyond materialism and get into the spiritual aspect of what God has called us. If we grow spiritually, we're going to have everything we need naturally. But we've got to get into the spiritual realm. There's, there are four things that God's favor does for believers. Number one, God's favor surrounds us. God's favor surrounds us. Look what it says in Psalms 5 and 12. Oh, Lord, for you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor you will, you will surround him as with a shield. Glory to God. Those shields were pretty big back then, by the way. They could put the pointed end in the ground and get behind it, and it was like a wall to them. So the shield of God, we're blessed. The Amplified Bible says, For you, Lord, will bless the uncompromisingly righteous, him who is upright and in right standing with you, as with a shield, you will surround him with goodwill, pleasure, and favor. Glory to God. God is on your side. See, God's favor is like a shield. Satan cannot curse that which is blessed. Can I say that again? Satan cannot curse that which is blessed. Psalms 30 and 5. God's favor causes us to prosper. Now, Job was blessed in the end of his trial. Now, we, we talk about the Job uh, story, you know, what happened to Job. Poor old Job. First of all, Job wasn't poor. <laughs> he really wasn't. He was the richest man in the East, the Bible says. He was the richest man in the East. But now he did lose everything in one day. He did lose everything that he had in one day. Children, cattle, everything he had. He lost. Why? Because fear. Now, now some people may disagree on this, but the Bible says that Job said, The thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. Fear 
will destroy you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and eventually physically. Fear will take its toll. Fear will cause your body to deteriorate. Fear will cause your spirit man to deteriorate first. Then your physical body will not respond like it's supposed to respond. Because fear is ruling and reigning in the mind. And Job, you know what happened? Job lost everything he had. He lost everything. But look what happened now. Job 42, verses 10 through 12. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. When Job prayed for his friends, indeed the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Then all his brothers, all his sisters, and all those who had been his acquaintances before came to him and ate food with him in his house. And they uh, consoled him and comforted him for all the adversity that the Lord had brought upon him, they said. And each one uh, gave him a piece of silver and each a ring of gold. Now the Lord blessed I want you to see this now. The Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than he had in his beginning, for he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He had twice as much as he had before his little escapade started that the devil brought on his li- in his life. Listen, I want to tell you something. Fear is a very dominating thing. And I, I, I want to encourage you tonight. We're, we're, not, we're not belittling the fact that this situation we're in is not real. It is a real problem. It is a real virus. It is something that is genuine. It's something that is taking its toll. But you, I want you to notice something. The toll it's taken, really percentage-wise, it's not as great as what they're acting like it is. But it is great. There is a great number of people that have lost their lives because of this thing. But fear is causing people to be afraid to even go out, afraid, and I'm saying, no, don't, tell, don't get me wrong, don't break the law. If they tell us not to do something and go out, we need to obey those that's in charge. But they are opening up our cities and they're opening up things for us. The churches were opened up. Thank God we're not in some of those states where the, the anti-Christ government is in charge with some of those places. And they don't want the churches to be open or anything like that. But thank God we're in God's country. We're in Texas. We're in God's country. Pat's so thankful that I got her out of where she was and brought her to God's country. She got, she, she got that thing, uh, I'm not from Texas, but I got here as fast as I could. <laughs> But the Lord blessed the latter days of Job. Now, the children of Israel prospered because of the favor of God. Psalms 44, verses 1 through 3, we've heard with our ears. We've heard with our ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the deeds you did in their days. I want to tell you something. We have had forefathers in the in the church movement, ever since the day of Pentecost, we preached on that this morning. The day of Pentecost is when the church actually got started, and it was on the day of Pentecost. We're talking about the church, the church of the living God, and through the years, and many of us have got people throughout the years that have stood the test and preached the gospel and preached the truth, and when they have seen great results. 
But listen, we've heard with our ears. Our fathers have told us the deeds you do in their days. In the days of old, you drove out the nations with your hand, but then you, uh, but them you planted. You afflicted the peoples and cast them out. For they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own arm save them. But it was your right hand. It was the right hand of God. Your arm and the light of your countenance because you favored them. God's favor. We need the favor of God in this situation we're in. We need to walk in the favor of God. We need to walk in the knowledge of this favor of God. And we need to allow the favor of God. Look at Psalms 110 verses 1 through 3, my last verse here tonight. God's favor causes the enemy to be defeated. Look what David said. Psalms 110, 1 through 3. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of your strength out of Zion. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Tonight I want to encourage you as members of our church, members of the body of Christ, those that's watching. We got people all over the United States that's watching us, and we got people in other countries that's watching us. And listen, so we think we got problems. Some of these other people in other countries got some real problems over there. But thank God we still have the freedom to worship and the freedom to pray, praise God and do what we're, we're doing right now. Thank the Lord for that. But we, we want to, we want to understand, we want you to understand. God said, He'll send the rod of your strength out of Zion. Rule in the midst of your enemies. God's favors in our life. Tonight, God wants you to know that He's with you. He's not against you. God wants to touch you. Some of us need to be touched physically. Some of us need to be touched emotionally. Some of us need to be touched uh, mentally. Some of us need to be touched financially. Some of us need to be touched in relationships with family, children, grandchildren, or whatever it might be. God, God wants to bring restoration. He's a restorer, and He is a healer. And he's the one that's going to do it all. Father, we thank you. We praise you for our people. We thank you for all of the ones here at Faith Assembly Church and all of our friends, Lord, around the nation and around the world that uh, are with us tonight. And God, we just thank you that your word is working mightily. Your word is working mightily, Lord. Your word's working mightily. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for victory. Victory's ours tonight. Now, I want to thank you for joining us tonight and just letting us minister to you. Just let us, let, just minister, let, let, let the word minister to you. Oh, yes. For many years now, Satan's tried to stop us. He's tried, but he can't win. But the church of Jesus is still Alive and like a mighty army, we keep marching onward, winning every battle with the Lord by our side. I want to do that verse one more time. All oh, for many years now. Satan's tried to stop us. But the church of Jesus, (laughs) that church of Jesus is still alive. And like a mighty army, 
We keep marching forward Winning every battle With the Lord by our side Sing it with me where you are We've got the power In the name of Jesus We've got the power In the name of the Lord Though Satan rages We cannot be defeated We've got the power in the name of the Lord. Lift your hand right where you are. Thank God for the power and the anointing of God that destroys every yoke of bondage. Father, we thank you that spirit of fear is defeated in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, let faith rise in the hearts of your people. God, and we can just go forward in Jesus' name. And we give you glory. Amen. Thank you for joining us tonight. We'll be right back here Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. And I'm believing God to just, we're going to hear some good reports between now and Wednesday. God bless you. Keep your faith. Keep trusting God.